With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Tough Talk Christian Radio. Tough Talk Christian Radio is for those who want to share and receive expressions of faith that will help take you to the next step in your relationship with Christ. Tough Talk Christian Radio is brought to you by the Tough Talk Radio Network. Now here's your host, Tony Gambone. All right, welcome to the show. My name is Tony Gambone, and it is Wednesday because it's Tough Talk Christian Radio. And as I was speaking with my guests earlier today, uh, I mentioned how excited I get on Wednesdays because I get the opportunity to do this show every week. And as uh, a lot of the followers know, we took a little bit of time off, and this is our second week back. Uh, we took about two months off to get uh, through the uh, summer months, and we have a, you know, a family-owned uh, remodeling business here in the outskirts of Houston, and we just were slam busy this year, and we had a little bit of vacation in there as well. So super excited to be back. Super excited about my guest today. Um, we're going to find that uh, there is a few things that him and I might have in common, uh, and if you. You'll see later when we go to visit his blog. But anyway, before we get started, let's do some housekeeping. Uh, if you want to call into the show, it's 347-989-1363. If you want to ask a question on the show, you can dial that 347-989-1363 and press number one. Uh, if you want to join us on Facebook, you can go, well, I'll just go right to my page at Tony Gambone. Or you can go to Tough Talk Radio Network and find us there as well. Uh, always excited to bring on new people to the show. So if you are looking uh, to share what uh, the Lord is doing in your world, uh, you can go to toughtalkchristianradio.com and uh, click on the button to register to be a guest and fill in a spot that would be convenient for your schedule as well as the show schedule. Also, we're always looking for new authors. We would like to help them promote their books. We're also looking just for testimonies. It's just amazing what God puts on us. And if we are, well, if we are willing to share that and, and understand the value of sharing that, it just helps so many people, people that we never get to meet or, or even to learn about or hear how it affected them. But you just have to know that I believe that we're here on this earth today because the one thing we all have in common is we all have a testimony of our own life. And uh, I can guarantee you uh, nine out of eight of us have definitely had struggles through that lifestyle. So it's really important that we share with others and uh, just bring the opportunity for people to understand that God is working in your life and will be working in theirs and probably is working in theirs, it's just you give them an opportunity to recognize it. So always looking for new guests to come on the show. Uh, you know, as we start out uh, the week, uh, you know, uh, here in Houston, we haven't had rain for a while, so now we're getting our fair share of it, and certain parts of Texas are even getting flooding. Uh, so we, we just keep our prayers out for that. But I want to talk a second about 
You know, on the last show, I talked about how we need to just stop, take a breath, and make sure that we can, you know, um, just take some of the frustration, throw it out the window, and just kind of be thankful for all the good things that we have. And instead of bringing that frustration into our comments to strangers, family members, or friends, just kind of have a kind word or maybe say nothing. Now, if you're like me, it's hard to do because I always seem to have something to say, good, bad, or otherwise. But the challenge was to stop and just take a deep breath, right? And just just, just take a second and breathe and just talk to God or pray or pray for forgiveness for what you're about to say or what you might have already said. Just something, right? Just take a pause. So as the week has gone by, a lot of things have taken place. Of course, life is in our way all the time. But today, as I was coming back to to the office to get in the studio to do the show, I got a call uh, and uh, from my wife about a, a, a business deal we're involved in, and things aren't going the right that it was supposed to be going, or that we were told it was going to be going. Okay, so um, of course, first thing is we're frustrated. And uh, one of the good things about doing the show, I get to remind myself of what I said, so I have to live up to it from time to time. But as she's being frustrated on the phone, I'm saying, hey, you know, well, let's just look at this a little bit differently. Let's just take a breath. Let's wait. I'm I'm almost back to the office, so let's just wait till I get there and talk about it so we can just kind of think about how we want to go about this. So I was really proud of that, you know, that I got to do that. And then, of course, I got home and we started talking and I forgot how, you know, smart I was there on the ride home. But, you know, life gets back in the way. So my point to this is how hard is it for you when times are not going the way you want them to go? How hard is it for you to just take a deep breath, step back, pause, and look at the good side of it? Now, you say, good side of it, things aren't going right. There's always a good side to it. Maybe it's an, a message that you're not supposed to be involved in what that process is. Maybe it's an opportunity for you to see a better side to it that you didn't recognize from the beginning. Maybe it's a blessing in disguise. We don't know. Maybe it's just a pain in the neck. I mean, that's a possibility, right? But if we don't stop, pause, and breathe, like you know, like in the fire, right? Stop, drop, and roll. If we don't stop and do that, uh, we're probably just going to burn right up in the spot. So I think that this might be an opportunity for us to put the flame out or at least smother it a little bit and just take a different look at it. So once again this week, I want to challenge everyone to, as a hard times show up in your life, and they do every day, instead of amplifying them, let's take a shot at just, well, pausing, taking a break. Maybe stop, drop, and roll. Maybe we'll just start using that term more often. But this will be an opportunity for you to make sure that you're not saying the wrong thing, you're not adding to the problem, you are not the problem, and you might have the cure for the problem. And when all fails, ask the Lord. He'll show you. No matter how you want to hear it, uh, the truth will be there. You just have to decide whether or not you're too busy to hear it, too busy to notice it, or too smart not to deal with it. So that's my little piece for this week, and I hope that everybody has an opportunity. If you guys do these challenges, okay, you know you can find me at info at Tough Talk Radio Network. You can post up on the Facebook page as well or LinkedIn. And just 
give us your feedback. We'd, we'd love to know how it's working, if it is working. Or maybe you have a solution or a suggestion that you'd like to bring to the show. You can do it by dialing into 347-989-1363 and press 1. That'll connect you to the, to the switchboard, and we'll get you up on the show. Okay, so enough of that. Okay, let's get our, our, our guest up here. Before we do that, we're going to take a very short break and make sure that, uh, well, this commercial I want to play today is I want to make sure that people know about this foundation here called the Guest Foundation here in the Houston, uh, outskirts of Houston area. So we'll be right back after this break. Do you know a family fighting cancer? The Jest Foundation nonprofit was founded right here in Katy, Texas, by cancer survivor Michelle Perzan, whose vision is to assist those currently fighting by providing grants to help support family needs, whether spiritually, emotionally, or financially. Michelle and her family know all too well that there comes a time when the day-to-day needs we take for granted become impossible. Jest Foundation has been able to bless 100% of the applications submitted, and now they need your help. Find out more by going to JustFoundation.org. All right. Make sure to check it out, JustFoundation.org. It's a great opportunity to be a part of something that is really helping a lot of people. Okay. So as I mentioned before the break, my guest today is a gentleman uh, named Michael Medico. Uh, he was born in New York City, where he attended Power, Power Memorial Academy. Uh, on graduation, he joined the Navy, served stateside during the Vietnam War, and being honorably discharged from the service, he attended Pace University and graduated with a bachelor's degree in marketing and advertising. Uh, there's a lot of information here that I'm not going to I'm not going to give it all to you here. I won't bring Michael up on the show, and we're going to go through this step by step. But I think that uh, if you're smart, you're going to make sure to go to the SaintedTrilogy.net, and we'll we'll bring that up here shortly. But let's bring Michael up and welcome to the show. Michael, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks, Tony. I appreciate uh, you having me on, and uh, I want to thank your listeners for uh, for hearing what I have to say. So, you know, Michael, people listening uh, on the show today might think that our accents are kind of close, uh, different <laughs> neighborhoods, bordering states, maybe. Um, but um, born and raised in New York, and uh, uh, and thank you for your service for uh, being in the military. I want to, there's a lot of information, okay, as we get younger in life, a lot of things happen. I mean, you were a CEO for 35 years, so I'm I'm assuming that now maybe you're on the retired side of that world? Uh, yes, I am. I uh, ran my own ad, ad agency for about 35 years, had a wonderful career. I, I had some uh, amazing experiences, and uh, we we specialize in that direct-to-consumer marketing where you see a commercial on TV, and if you like what you see, you just order the product. And that's what I did for, for actually 45 years in the industry, 35 years on my own. Nice. Nice. So it was uh, I just want to mention that you uh, are your wife, Joan, and uh, two sons, Anthony and Richard, and uh, daughter-in-laws, and, and I us get right to the important part, six grandchildren, uh, and you spent yes. a lot of time uh, up in New York and in Florida. 
Uh, right. Tell me about the six grandchildren. What ages? Well, the, my uh, oldest uh, grandchild, uh, she's uh, 18, and she is now up uh, the University of Buffalo, uh, beginning her first uh, year in college. So that's exciting. And then I've got a 16-year-old, a 15-year-old, a two 12-year-olds, and one 9-year-old. <laughs> so they're all, all different age groups, and they are my joys, my uh, my pride. Well, I always say that grandchildren are the excuse that we have children or that we at least put <laughs> up with them. <laughs> so it's a blessing. No, I'm yeah. I had two so. wonderful sons, so I'm a blessed man. Okay, so uh, what got you, uh, so you're in the uh, ad and, you know, marketing industry uh, majority of your life, I would say, and so what got you into the idea of, uh, you know, uh, becoming an author? Well, when I when I retired from, uh, from my day-to-day job, I, I looked at my uh, main interest, and I love reading. I read all the time. And I, I read the books that are in the suspense thriller, bit of the supernatural uh, love stories. It's, it's like a combination of those, those types of genre. And so I, I said, given that I like to read in that area, I figured let me try writing uh, a, a novel in that area. And I started. And in that uh, direction, I looked at, you know, themes that are already out, of the, out there, narratives. And, and I didn't want to do something, I didn't want to write something that had already been written uh, in the sense that I wanted to pick characters and I want to pick um, antagonists and protagonists that would be a, uh, uh, a good dichotomy between the two. So I wrote these books. It's a series called The Sainted Trilogy. And it is a, a three novel series. And in those three novels, uh, I work out uh, a narrative that uses the eternal struggle between good and evil. And I put, I've pitted on the good side of things, the consummate good that I, that I write about are the saints that uh, have lived throughout history. And then uh, I put them against the ultimate evil. And that is Satan and the, the forces of hell. And in the middle is my protagonist, my hero. And he is a fellow named Chris Pella. And uh, he gets into a lot of trouble in the book, but comes out in the end because he's a man of faith. And that faith takes him uh, and puts him against some of the some very uh, horrific things. Let me put it that way. Horrific in the sense that you could understand that Satan and, and the forces of hell will do anything to destroy a soul, a human soul. They will use anything within their power. And he is confronted by this all the time. And, uh, well, if you do see the, if you do read the books, you'll see what happens to him. But you can go on to the website and there's a synopsis. There's even a trailer. And you could kind of see what it's all about. And I hope people will uh, will go on there and let me know what they think. And let's remind them what the, how to get to the website. Sure. The, uh, the website address is www.thesaintedtrilogy, all one word, dot net. 
Okay, and folks, when you go to the website, you're going to see it's, it's a great website. Whoever did it for you is awesome. But the first Thanks. thing, and maybe I'm just selfish, the first thing that caught my eye was a blog that you do that's called Italian Saints and Sinners. And so <laughs> when I clicked on that, I, I, I kind of chuckled because so understanding growing up in Philadelphia, spending 20 years of my adult life in Las Vegas, and moving to a small town outside of Houston, Texas, well, the Italian thing came up a lot, you know what I mean? And, and maybe my accent's a little different than the southern part of Italy down here in Texas. But <laughs> I'd seen that, and uh, I, I just thought it was great. I mean, you know, uh, kind of made me homesick. Uh, so let's talk about the value of doing a blog and being, I think, kind of bringing yourself into into the writing of it and, and how that has created a following for you, for other authors out there that are doing similar things. Right. Uh, well, uh, Tony, I, I chose uh, that to write that blog because the main character, character in the book, the protagonist, a guy named Chris Pella, and Chris, he's, he's much younger than I am, but Chris is a... Italian-American, grew up in, in that kind of household, grew up in that kind of environment and that kind of ethic. And I, and, uh, I consider faith, family, and food the Italian credo. It is what so many of us in, in, that were raised in households like that live their lives as. And um, I wrote the blog because I was trying to get word out about the books. And it's very difficult uh, only because there's a lot of new authors out there well, I'm not new anymore, but uh, at the time, there's a lot of new authors out there. And trying to get your book to, to rise above all the, the great authors that are out there, like Daniel Silver, Dean Koontz, or James Patterson, or you could just go through the whole, uh, the whole list, getting uh, your book to be noticed above all the great authors is very difficult. So how I, what I did was I developed a social media presence, and I used – uh, Italian-American page, uh, Facebook pages and other, other outlets that focused on people who probably had the same experience I did. And if you, if you, when you go to the blog, I'll, I'll tell your listeners, when they do go to the blog, there's some stories that I write there of my own personal uh, uh, experience. Uh, I have Grandma wore, wore black from the day my grandfather died, it was an Italian, almost an Italian tradition. You wear black until the day you die, the women. And I wrote another one, a memory of my grandfather, Agostino, who had a wine cellar. And every year he made homemade wine. And there's all other kinds. I, I, I just have a, uh, a Facebook page up now called Holiday Dinners. And it was a recollection of what it was like for me over the holidays to have people my whole family, 30 people around this huge table, uh, and my cousins and I, and we'd get a little crazy and all that, but it was such a wonderful experience and such a vivid memory. So I took those experiences, and I attributed them to the characters in the book, and uh, I try to make that very relatable. So you don't have to be Italian. You could be any ethnicity, but you be able to relate to what the characters have gone through in their own lives. 
So I, I and I hope people get that out of it because that's the way I meant it. Well, you know, uh, I've lived in the West Coast, the East Coast, and in the South, and I've met tons of different types of, of nationalities. And, you know, uh, there are a lot of people that celebrate things as a family. And I, I right. think as I get older, I see less of it. But uh, I know down here in, in the Houston area, uh, my <laughs> – I guess it's a problem, but everything is solved with good food for me, and some wine doesn't hurt. So <laughs> we always seem to uh, either be going out with a bunch of people to eat or having them over the house to have something to eat. And, you know, my boys are, are within a mile of my house, so, of course, they're probably we have a family-owned business, so they probably eat more food here than they do in their own home. But to me, that's what family is about. And, you know, as we go through life and we're – we're trying different things and we're writing books or we're, we're, you know, just having conversation with people or just doing an everyday thing. If we can share that pleasure in our, in our lives about our families, I think we've, you know, we've done what we're supposed to do. I think that we were brought here is to love thy neighbor and, you know, to raise our family and, and be an example of, of, of it, not just someone that speaks it, uh, I think that this is awesome. I love the blog, and uh, I, I hope that people will go check it out uh, and and become a, a follower. Uh, I just, uh, look, Meet the Saints and Take a Quiz, uh, the suspense thriller and love story about the books, but the Italian-American experience, personal notes. There's just so much there. I think that once people know who you are, they just can't help but put, pick up the book. Now, I'm not a big uh I, I read uh, a lot of self-help, uh, a lot of different books like that, and my wife is a avid reader. She reads other types of books, and she's always trying to get me to do this. Now, because of your blog, <laughs> I think I'm going to read one of these books, and I'm not, you know, I'm not one of those guys going to look at that to do that, but I think that, uh, well, I think that people should go there and sign up for the updates and, and learn more about who you are. So, uh, one question I asked everyone. You, you've written this trilogy of books. What about the story of Michael? Is that ever going to be in a book? My own personal story? Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, I, I don't know if people would be all that interested in, in my life because I had, um, you know, I had a long career in advertising, and, uh, and I loved every minute of it, but when I retired – I embraced my life as a retired, uh, and, and my avocation became becoming an author. Uh, I, I don't attribute my life to the main character in the book, this guy, Chris, uh, but I do relate some of those experiences because they were my own. And the idea of me reliving that uh, was was really a very uh, cathartic thing for me because I was able to, to to remember things from my past that I thought I'd forgotten and uh, and obviously I didn't because it, it 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 was vivid in my mind. My father died when I was four years old, so he moved in with my grandparents, and in that process I became a, had this large extended family, and this is what Chris Pella has a large extended family. And he went through, he goes through his life 
living the way, at least up until he's a lot younger, like I said, but living the way I lived. And it was a lot of, uh, so it, it helped for me to draw from my own experience. And my, you know, my grandparents were just wonderful. I, I miss them to this day. They were just great people. And, uh, and they took us in and gave at a time when, when someone who uh, loses a father, loses a parent, uh, when someone could easily be impacted by that, they brought me in, my brother in, and my mom in, and they gave us the love and attention and familial bond uh, that was something I will take with me forever. Wonderful people. That's awesome. I love that, and I think that we need more of that in our world today. If you watch the news, you'll see it's missing. But, Absolutely. Uh, that's a show for another time. So, uh, yeah. Three books. Book one is Evil Awaits. Book two, Revelations. And book three is uh, uh, Megado. Meg- Megado. Megado. Right. Now, Megado so, is – oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Tony. No, you're, you're good. You're good. I, I wanted to talk about Megado. Let's talk about sure. that book, and then we'll get back to the beginning of it again. Sure. Well, Megado, I just wanted, for those who are not familiar with Megado, Megado is a, well, it's only a hill, but in, in the Bible, it takes on increasing importance because this is uh, where Armageddon takes place, on the Jerusalem plain. And uh, I closed, it's a three-volume series, and Megado is the third volume, so everything kind of culminates. But in the first book, Evil Awaits, you you start getting a a good feel for what Chris uh, Pella will need to confront. And what what happens is the saints that uh, I use throughout the, the series are saints who come into his life and give him the, the, the uh, strength and the faith to know what his purpose in life is. And his purpose in life are two things, to fight evil and to help people who are in need. Who are in need. So it starts that way and then evolves over time. And as, as it evolves, he becomes more and more familiar with the saints because they give him the inspiration to continue his life on a, on the right path. Let me put it that way. Mm. Now, yeah, I want uh, to, I, oh, I'm sorry. You're fine. Go ahead. Oh, well, I went to uh, Catholic school pretty much all my life. I went to Catholic grammar school. I went to Catholic high school and I even went to a year of Catholic college. And during that time, I became familiar with saints, uh, with the saints. So they're like, these are amazing people. These are people who were, I mean, ran the gamut of, of, uh, of occupations. Some were poor, some were rich, some were farmers, some were peasants, some were kings, some were queens, some were lawyers, some were married, some had uh, children, some were hermits. So, you, you know, you, you, you could draw uh, examples from their life and apply them either to your own, or in this case, Chris applied them to his life. And, he, and, they, and the saints kind of helped him in, in a way that he, that he was able to understand what he, and not only his meaning in life is, 
but how to deal with this evil that permeates our society. I like it. Uh, where can people purchase the books? Can you get it well, off your on website? The, Is it Amazon? Yeah, it's on my website on the homepage. If you scroll down to the bottom there, it's really available all over the Internet, but I, I list nine of the websites that you could look at. It's available both as an e-book as well as a printed book. And um, I, uh, you know, I, I, there's, there's a synopsis. I welcome people's comments. I would love to, to hear what you think. Uh, and if, uh, if anybody does read it and, and is able to buy it, we'd love to hear what you think and, and perhaps give it a rating on Amazon or Barnes & Nobles or eBooks or any one of those uh, outlets. Now, is, this, is there another one coming in this series? Is the end of this series? Is there another uh, group of series coming out? Uh, what's the plan? Well, what I've done is I've taken the three books in this series and I've created uh, a, uh, a four-year four episodic series uh, of uh, 39 individual episodes that are based on this. And I'm, I'm, I'm right now uh, offering it to certain streaming services like Amazon and uh, Apple and Hulu and, uh, you know, all those, all those large streamings of Netflix because I think the next phase for this will be to familiarize the, the, the sainted and, that, and, and the story to a greater number of people. If we get... If we get enough interest, I've already got a, uh, an ongoing series, but I, I won't begin that until I get some idea of what the acceptance is, you know, from, uh, from, uh, from out there in, in, in the greater entertainment venues. That's awesome. That is awesome. I would love to see that. That would be so good. So, Michael, can I ask you a personal question? Sure, of course. How, how old are you? I am 75 years old. 70, well, you look great for 75. I'm on your Facebook page, <laughs> and I can see your, I can see your picture. And, you know, our websites, they all make us look better, but the, I know that this is a, it's a great picture. And, and I'm Thank really you. just hats off to you for the fact of what you're doing. Uh, I find that as people retire, um, I'm at the age of 66 and too poor to retire, so I'll be working a lot longer. But the thing of it is, is I find that, there's two choices that people can go and they can let the world just shrink up and sit around and do nothing, or they can step up and step out and do things that are uh, keep you young uh, uh, just and keep you helping others, because I'm sure these books, in a lot of ways, help others, whether it's entertainment or maybe it's just to see the sainted things or maybe to recognize how the evil is in their life and what causes it. And even though it's not like a, based off of a, an exact truth story, but it is opportunity for people to gain better. So I just have to take my hat off to you for that. I think it's awesome that you just, well, you know, retirement was like a, was not a, it wasn't a stopping point. It was a starting point for you to do maybe what you were really supposed to be doing all these years. Who knows? You know what I mean? Yes, Tony, I, I agree. And thank you for that. That's a very, very nice of you to say. 
one thing, uh, and and I I think it's important. The the idea of the now. First of all, <clears throat> the saints that I write in these books were real people. These were living, breathing people. And the stories that I write are dramatizations from their lives. And those dramatizations help the hero understand his purpose. And that happens. So even though it is fiction, there are factual narratives in there that are dramatizations that took place that are from real people. So, you know, there is that combination of fact and fiction in there. But one thing I think that is, for me, it was important it was the idea of faith being the inspiration behind all this. Because if you don't have faith, all else is, is, a, is moot. So without faith, there's only skepticism. And if you have a deep-seated distrust of anything that does not conform to what you consider any preconceived thought or emotions – you're going to, this is going to permeate every aspect of your life. So you'll never trust the people you love. You'll never trust the people who run the country. You'll never trust the, the people who you buy things from. All that, so much of that is wrapped up in faith. So if you want to be distrustful, fine. But that, that I think, corrupts your life. And I think it blinds you to what is really good out there. And I, I think the saints are are good and they help Chris do that. They help Chris overcome whatever distrust he may have. He's a, he's a good man, a lot better than I am. But I, I idealize him a bit because I think he represents what I think what is the better side of all of us. Now, do family members, I'm sure, have read your books and mm-hmm. have they uh, said, hey, this is I, this is about you or you know, you shouldn't have said this. I mean, I've written a few books, and so I'm always curious to see. Uh, Italian families are special uh, in a way where they don't hold back the, the truth. So how was the feedback from that with your family? Well, uh, let me let me tell you. My wife proofs, helped me prove all my books, and uh, she loves the love story. That's what she likes. She enjoyed the whole uh, they, they're, uh, Chris's girlfriend is, is someone called Beth Delarosso. She's also Italian, Tony. I'm sure you'll be happy to hear. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> she is the love aspect in the story. But anyway, there's our twists and turns even in their relationship. So my wife loved reading those parts. But some of the parts in the book are graphic. And the reason I make them graphic is because when you talk about Satan, when you talk about this evil, you can't be, you can't do that in soft, a soft way. He is evil. He will do anything to corrupt you and corrupt your soul and take you to where he takes you to. So um, faith is what, what allows us to, to see beyond that. But when my wife read those parts, she, her first reaction was, what kind of man did I marry that could write something like this? So uh, <laughs> I laughed, but, I, laughed but, I, but she had a point. And I, and I try to explain to her, that's why I wrote it, because you can't hold back when you talk about evil. And you also can't hold back when you talk about good. 
but even the best of us are flawed. So the only, the only oh, well, flaw- thank God we were built that way because who would want to accept that fact for you know the whole piece of it? Uh, and I would exactly. say I'm thankful that God built me incorrect so that I didn't have to take all the blame myself. But we are yeah. definitely sinners. <laughs> so we absolutely that's are. awesome. Yeah. So well, so, Michael, well I, I, unfortunately our our time goes quickly here, so uh, we're running out of time here. I just wanted to make sure that we. Uh, got a chance to uh, allow people, how can they connect with you? Uh, how can they, uh, is, is there such a thing as a signed book? Uh, is there uh, some, well, we mentioned how they can f- get on your list, but can you run them through that email uh, way sure. to contact you, website, all those things? Sure. Uh, <clears throat> you, they, could, uh, they could go to the website, which is www. The Sainted Trilogy, that's T-R-I-L-O-G-Y dot net. And on the site, they could get information about the books. And if they'd like to order, I would, I would be so grateful if they'd like to order. But they could read about that. There's even a trailer on there. So you get a little sense of the characters in the video. And uh, on the Contact Us page, you'll, you'll have a place where you could send me a, a, a little note if you like. Or if you like, you could just you could just address an email to the Sainted Trilogy at gmail dot com. Okay, awesome. Hey, I can't thank you enough for spending time with us today to share how God is allowing you to be just special in, in the in the areas that you're traveling. So we're very thankful for that there. I uh, hope that you'll come back with the next book comes out and uh, allow us to help market that as well. And I just hope you have a blessed week. Thank you, Tony. And I appreciate saying to you, your families, and your listeners, thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity. Our our pleasure. Once again, just thankful that you spent time with us. So we appreciate you. Okay. Thanks a lot. So long. All right. All right, folks. Now, I mean, we ran a little over, but that's okay. I mean, this is just an incredible opportunity for you to gain access to uh, a a series of books, uh, Evil Awaits, Revelations, and Medigo, and gives you a chance to be able to, um, well, see things in a different light. Maybe this will help you get past the process that you're struggling with, or maybe it will allow you to gift it to someone that you know that, this might help them as well. So once again, thanks again to Michael Medico, and uh, we're out of time. So I just hope that you'll join us next week here on the Tough Talk Christian Radio, uh, powered through the Tough Talk Radio Network. Uh, We'll see you next week, and I hope that everyone out there just has a blessed week. You have been listening to Tough Talk Christian Radio with Tony Gambone, brought to you by the Tough Talk Radio Network. A special thanks to all of our sponsors. If you'd like to be a sponsor or a guest, please visit toughtalkradionetwork.com for more information. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. (laughs) 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.